This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On a great day for talk radio. For some folks in areas like Bracebridge, Huntsville, uh, Muskoka Lakes, certainly the area surrounding Ottawa, it's been uh, a hell of a time, hellish nightmare actually because of the flooding that uh, may not have subsided. Uh, there still may be a cresting of waters in the area northeast uh, of Ottawa, and uh, this leads to all kinds of questions and complications because some of these people have found themselves living on floodplains, and there's talk certainly in the Quebec area where the government wants to uh, incent them to move to higher ground, but uh, whether or not there's adequate money or resources to do so, as I say, it's uh, somewhat of a dog's breakfast on that front. But when it comes to insuring these people and what the claims may involve, uh, it's beyond my pay grade, which is why we have Pete Karagiorgios, the Director of Consumer and Industry Relations with the Insurance Bureau of Canada, weighing in on the matter. Pete, good to have you back on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. Good to be back. Well, how about it then? Uh, with this spate of floods, uh, don't want to say unprecedented because I know just uh, last year and even in 2013 in some areas there were significant flooding as well. Uh, what are you finding? I mean, claims coming in fast and furious or is it still too early? Well, you're right. It's still too early. Uh, folks have to wait for the water to subside so that they can get back into their homes to assess the damage. Uh, but we do know from some of our member insurance companies that they're seeing activity already. Um just as, as, as a yardstick, 2017, when we saw similar flooding happen um, in Ontario, there were over $55 million worth of insured uh, damages to people's properties. So um, we're probably going to be in that same range in ballpark this year. All right. I was kind of curious how you would ballpark something like that. Now, if somebody was flooded in 2017 and they made a claim and they were made whole by insurance, but it happened again. I mean, how after they'd be insured going forward? Well, that's that's a question that each individual insurance company is going to make based on the situation when they look at it. Because you're right, insurance is there for those events that are sudden and accidental. When we get into a situation that's recurring, or that you know, it, you, you look at the, the the water levels and you say, "Oh my gosh, we're going to flood again." Um, that takes the uh, the aspect of it being sudden and accidental sort of out of the equation, and insurance companies are going to look at it differently, saying it's no longer an insurance issue, it's more or less a maintenance issue, and that's not what insurance is for because uh, it's, a, it's going to be a situation where time and time again then we have that expectation. So we're going to be asking, you know, the question, is it appropriate to be insuring places that are going to uh, be under a regular uh, occurrence of this nature. Yeah, people that live on floodplains, for example. Now, how is that determined or defined? Is that by the Conservation Authority saying this is a floodplain? Well, uh, you know, those are land use planning issues. Insurance companies, uh, since 2013, after the Calgary floods, when they really started uh, to see an increase in uptake in the offering of overland flood insurance, they use flood maps. So engineering firms out there that uh, look at data, topography, uh, and the like in terms of where the rivers and streams are, what the flow of the land is, um, and and as well as uh, municipal infrastructure and issues in that respect, they're going to look at that and say, here's a floodplain. But in Ontario, really that falls to the uh, conservation authorities. You're right. They're the ones who have, uh, have management rights over the waterways. 
Well, this is the thing I'm curious about. I mean, how you make these determinations as to whether or not somebody is covered, should be covered, uh, whether they voided their coverage. I mean, you mentioned infrastructure. If there's inadequate infrastructure through no fault of theirs, maybe, you know, uh, the drain sewers uh, can't handle the overrun, the overflow, and these people get flooded out. But that's not on them, is it? Well, it depends on the nature of their policy, the coverage. So, John, you know, just like auto insurance, um, there's a policy in place there that explains the coverages. It's the same thing with your property insurance or home insurance. Your insurance policy is a contract, so it's important to review the wordings, the coverages. It's it's all there within the uh, uh, the policy package that uh, we get whenever we buy insurance, and it'll say. Here's what you're covered for, these events. Now, overland flooding, sewer backup, those are, are typically not covered under a standard insurance policy. You have to buy the endorsement or extra coverage for that. Many insurance companies now, in the last number of years, have been offering uh, enhanced water coverage. So sewer backup existed before we had many companies offering overland water, and now what's happening is overland water coverage is available and it includes sewer backup and, and that type of situation. So there's there's a more robust type of co- coverage that's available for homeowners. But again, it costs more and you have to add it on to your policy if, in fact, your insurance company is offering it. It's not offered in every area, especially in, we had conversations in 2017 up in the Ottawa region with many homeowners who knew because of the conversations they had with their insurance companies before those uh, flood events happened, that because of the proximity they were to the water and and, and in floodplains, that many companies were saying um, we're not offering the policy, or in some cases people said the the price of the policy was so expensive that they couldn't afford to add it on to their uh, their home insurance. So so if some people can't get insurance, I mean, that relatively, uh, I guess their property is uh, relatively worthless or, you know, I mean, it just, it gets devalued as a consequence, does it not? Well, it it, it may. The other key consideration, right, is, is if you have a mortgage, the condition on mortgages is that the property has to be insured. Right. So that's a key consideration, and, and the Insurance Bureau of Canada is working with uh, provincial and federal governments across Canada uh, to try and, and look at what sort of plans can be put in place to protect those high-risk properties, uh, because through no fault of their own, you know, properties have been developed in areas that Perhaps now, in retrospect, that wasn't a good idea, especially in floodplains, and those areas are called floodplains for a reason. Uh, But the homeowners still, uh, they've got an interest in their property, as do lenders. Uh, So as an industry, we're trying to work with government to find some solutions. Uh, We're the only G7 country that doesn't have a national flood program. So um, our our federal uh, vice president has been working and leading a group to try and address that. There's going to be a lot of paperwork stemming from the area in Muskoka as well as near Ottawa, right? Well, you know, there's paperwork all over with regards to insurance claims. Yeah, I'm uh, guessing. Well, but, but but quite simply, you know, documenting the damage, taking photos, it's the same type of situation we get into, whether it's it's water, it's tornadoes, it's fire. Um, you have to do some work at the outset to try and advance your claims so you can show to your uh, adjuster what, what it was that was damaged or lost, and, and you can quantify and put a price on it. 
Uh, and for those people who do have coverage, that's a critical part of the process. And typically, how long does that take a claim from, uh, you know, how, how fast is it expedited? Well, insurance companies, uh, we saw this in Quebec right now, because of you know, the brunt of, of the damage that they've seen, uh, additional adjusting staff have been brought in. So it really varies in terms of timeline. Some things can get settled quickly, but also if you're in a situation where you have to rebuild and uh, uh, you need permits, uh, you need contractors, and maybe a shortage of, of uh, qualified labor, uh, it, it can be uh, a process that takes months. Let me ask you finally, I mean, the situation here on the Toronto Islands, wards in Algonquin, uh, those people got flooded out last year. Uh, it looks like there's a similar threat of that again this year. How do they keep qualifying for insurance? Well, some of the insurance companies may have, you know, decided that they're not going to uh, offer insurance in the future. So there's no guarantee that that companies are going to, year after year, when they see this issue as a recurring one, um, offer the same level of protection as they did in the prior years. They may adjust coverage levels. They may adjust deductible amounts. They could take a whole range of steps from providing the same level of coverage to eliminating coverage completely to limiting coverage. So each insurance company uh, is going to make the uh, the proper determination for its own book of business, its own customers to see what the best uh, way forward is. And in some cases, again, uh, it's important for people on an annual basis to review the, or review their coverage with their insurance representatives to see if there have been any changes uh, made. Yeah, and I know in past conversations that, uh, again, it's ascribed to climate change, but uh, since we see a greater frequency of these kinds of occurrences, premiums are going up accordingly, and uh, that's what's to be anticipated, I guess, in the aftermath of this recent spate of floodings. Uh, Pete, I've got to let you go on that note. I appreciate you joining us, and... Uh, We'll stay tuned and see where this all goes. Thanks, John. Always a pleasure to talk to you. You got it. Pete Caragiorgios, he's with the Insurance Bureau of Canada. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.